Hey everybody, I've been gone for a while because of, uh, you know, different things happening, um, being, uh, banned, like finger scratching underground, yeah, it's these people that are just trying to, like, ban me from doing a podcast or anything that I want to do. Yeah, and it's really... I did the shit out of luck. But... Wow, I think I'm back, finally. I think I finally got unbanned which was great. Um, I, I, I played a song by a band called ABBA, or ABBA, wherever you're from. If you're in the Midwest, you probably call them ABBA. Um, uh, and uh, I got banned from my podcast and Facebook for my livecast for three months for, I guess... I don't know why people in the Middle East um, really, really don't like ABBA. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because they're just too white of people. Because um, you know, they're like Swiss or whatever. I think they're sweet or Swedish. Yeah. I mean, I don't see a lot of black Mexicans or, you know. You see a Mexican in Sweden, dude, I'm, I'm going to fucking hit him up because he knows where to get some fucking tacos and that fucking lutefisk hell. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, I got, I got booted off my own show. It's pretty funny. Pretty funny to me, but whatever, you know, and just, anyway, this is shit that comes out of my mouth by John Harding. I'm, I'm back. I think it's been since January. I think right after my birthday when I got banned. Um, they wouldn't even let me play the episode. That I recorded, it's still floating in space. Uh, it does not exist. <laughs> you might think it's like an episode of the Twilight Zone. <laughs> You might think it exists, but it does not. <laughs> so I spent a whole 45 minutes interviewing my friend, and, and uh, it got thrown in the ether because we had uh, things to say about modern music, but then it was the, I guess it was just the whole ABBA thing that really threw it all off. I just, I still, I'm still wondering why so many people hate that band. I mean, it, they're, do they not seem like nice people? <laughs> I mean, they're from Sweden. <laughs> like, I mean, I know they're white as hell. I mean, but why the hell would, I don't know, 38 countries ban me? But, you know, 
If you hear me calling, won't you send me SOS? <laughs> Jesus Christ. But it's good to not be cut off yet, uh, which is nice. And I hope you guys are all doing good out there. And I hope you're all getting immunized and um, getting back to normal. Some sort of what we could call normalcy. I mean, over the last few months, I've changed jobs. I've changed a lot of things in my life, which are good. Um, good for me. Good for me moving forward, which I, I, I like. Um, um, and I just want to, I, I just want you all to know that, you know, keep up the good work, people. You know, don't, things are kind of discouraging right now, and they have been, but they're getting better, and let's just hope that we all won't have to feel discouraged any longer. Maybe we could all just get back to being who we were. I miss my family so much. I haven't seen my mother in two years. She's my rock, man. I don't, I don't, you know, it's hard to, uh, not see her. Um, I haven't seen a lot of my friends in over a year that live here in town, but, you know, uh, I miss my flam, my Eugene fam, my Eugene Ween fam, yeah, I miss you guys. Uh, hmm. I miss the, uh, you know, I miss the asshole bus driver lady. <laughs> it just, just goes, <laughs> I hope she's still, she's not driving my bus anymore. I hope she didn't get fired being such a bitch, but you know, um, I kind of miss her just because I hope that she's doing all right. You know, I don't want to wish ill will on anybody. <laughs> um, I miss, you know, I've had one of my best friends coming to Northern California next weekend for Memorial Weekend, but there's no way I can go see him. Miss him. Not going to be able to see him. Uh,. It was Evil Twin's birthday the other day, and uh, you know, I'm never going to see him again, but it was good to think about him. Uh, yeah. I got one brother who's just going to rot in prison for a while, and I got another brother who's a piece of shit, and then I got another brother who's trying to help us all out, and then I got another brother who's dying of cancer. You know, it's it's... Yeah. This last year has been awesome, especially this first six months of 2021. I thought maybe it would get a little bit better, but obviously it's not getting that much better. It's kind of like it's shitting on my parade, but, you know, wanted to go to punk rock bowling. Eh, that's not going to happen. Wanted to go to see Ween. Eh, that's not happening. You know, now I see that things are opening back up and... 
this and that, but I don't have the money to do that shit anymore because I did it on other stuff. It's, you know, it's a great, it's a great thing. I just want to go see some live music. Damn it. I don't care if it's a guy has an acoustic guitar at this point. Oh, wait, no. I get that daily in my neighborhood. Never mind. No, I just, I, I, I want to see some music and feel the crowd, feel the vibe of other people. You know, it's, it's, you know, unless you, I don't know, unless you lived under a rock your whole life and you've never, like, gone out and seen live music, I do know a few people that are like that. Um, I'd love to go see him live, but I don't really like people. And it's like, all right, well, that's your prerogative, you know. Um, but just trying to get back on track for the most part. Um, it would be great. And I hope, like, what music venues we do have here in Eugene actually survive. Because it would really suck if they closed down and we have, like, no pace for bands to play. Because, screw it, we'll find some place for you guys to play. You know. I know old Nicks will probably still be kicking ass. And I don't know about Lucky's. Um, love you guys. But, I mean, you're too outdoor seats, I mean, I, I haven't heard anything about you guys reopening, and then, uh, you know, well, I guess it's called Sessions now, it used to be called the Hi-Fi, um, and that's usually where, like, some of the bigger bands come play, I hope they reopen, because, I mean, I've seen some good shows there since I've been here, and... Yeah, I just, screw COVID-19, man, or whatever it's morphed into now, COVID-2021, uh, but at least free, free vaccines are growing out, which is great. Because everybody was paranoid that they were going to have to pay a lot of money. And a lot of us don't have health insurance because we're working class. And uh, a lot of us working class don't get health insurance. We make a little bit too much money to get government assistance. And we make a little bit too less money to be able to afford it. So it's one of those great things where you're just... You're not rich, you're not poor, you're just stuck in the middle. Actually, you're just working class and you get, eh. And if you break your leg, we'll, we'll take you in and uh, we're going to charge you a shitload of money. But we're not going to turn you away. Where if it was, I was, you know, one of the crazy of thousands of homeless people that live in my town. Uh, they all have health insurance. So, you know, 
they get seen before me. I don't want to sound like a jaded asshole or anything, but um, it's kind of weird to me that I have to pay for my cell phone and I have to pay for health insurance and I have to pay for food and all these random people just get free shit all the time. Uh, I'm crazy homeless guy at the bus station the other day. He's got a nicer phone than I do. I'm like, where the fuck did you get that, man? Oh, it's free. It's the government gives it to me. Oh, great. It's like, oh, that's a nice phone. Where'd you get that? <laughs> that was free. You got a Samsung fucking 15 or whatever the fuck it is. I'm still kicking off an old iPhone fucking 6, man. <laughs> Years back. <laughs> but, the, I mean, I don't want to be a crazy homeless person. I mean, I'd be crazy, but I like to have a home. Uh, and it's just one of those things that, you know, one of those perspectives that you get every once in a while when you see, you know, and like I said again, I don't want to sound like a dick, but it's like, how come this guy gets more shit than I do and it, and he and I work 40 hours a week and bust my fucking ass and this guy doesn't do a fucking thing but sit at the bus stop and drink malt liquor. Uh, yet he has a better cell phone and health coverage and all the shit that I don't have. Uh, yeah. I think there's got to be something said about that to our... Oh, that's right. Our mayor and our city council doesn't listen to anything us tax-paying uh, people that live in the fucking ghetto have to deal with. Because they live in the South Hills. They don't have to deal with the ghetto. Yeah. Push them all over into my neighborhood where I'm paying exorbitant amounts of rent for a shitty-ass apartment next to a train tracks and... Uh, a lumber yard and uh, the uh, recovery center for the mentally ill and drug addicted and um, yeah it's yeah it's it's a great it's a great experience as I've gotten this far in life when I was younger I did I guess I really wouldn't have thought about it because um, I've lived in a lot of weird spots you know, uh, North Portland, East Oakland, Arizona, uh, just neighborhoods that weren't, like, the safest places to ever be, but after living in the country for 12 years and then moving back into the city, which I was actually stoked on so I could go see music and hang out with friends and do things like that um, even though most of my friends aren't around anymore um, due to moving or death or being a recluse uh I miss living in the woods. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> um, but it just to see 
uh, this neighborhood I live in, I, I, I grew up, my, my dad's shop is a block, well, was a block from where I live now, his shop and office, and, uh, I grew up in this neighborhood as I was a kid, just at my dad's shop, and now it's gone from, like, a, you know, working class neighborhood into just a bunch of tweakers and weirdos and it sucks yeah it sucks and, and, and nobody ever messes with me really I've been messed with a few times I did have a guy pull a machete on me one day um that was awesome um but I owned a guy with a chain one time too but I can always talk my way out of things like that because it's not like I, you know, carrying like hundreds of dollars on me. I got two bucks in a cigarette. Oh, man, sorry, bro. You know, it's one of those things. It's like when Eric got mugged in San Francisco and they took his wallet and they found they had like $6 in food stamps and they were like, sorry, bro. You know, yeah, it's one of those things. Uh but it's just a sad state of affairs. It, it saddens me. It really does. I, I I really want to try to see our... I'd like to see this town turn itself back around. Eugene used to be such a peaceful, happy community where it seemed like everybody got along. You, you'd have your normal crazies here and there, you know. You know, oh, there's Zeus. Yeah, oh, there's fucking Siskiyou Lou. Or, oh, there's fucking Captain Icky. You know, you you had your, like, you know, maybe two handfuls of the really, like, crazy dudes that ram randomly ran around town. Now it's like you have more of them than you actually have sane people wandering around, it seems like. I don't It's... <laughs> oh, it makes me sad because I want to help people and I really want to talk to these people and they talk to me all the time but I can't get in long enough conversations with them to actually like talk to them about like what's really going on you know there was one morning where this lady was freaking out and she was I don't know what she was smoking through, like a, I guess you would call it a shotgun, you know, I would call it a chillum, uh, but I think all the mess and crackheads call them a, a, a shotgun or whatever, you know, just a tube, um, and the woman told me that, uh, her husband tied her to a chair and killed her kids in front of him and shot himself in the head and I was like alright well you just keep smoking whatever you're smoking over there and I'm yeah that um I would have lost my fucking mind too and I don't really know how they have let that woman out of any sort of just to put her out on her own recognizance for her to be wandering the streets um 
after that sort of trauma happened to her. Um, it just proves to me that they just don't give a shit. Um, that woman went through probably that woman probably never came back from that and I know she didn't because I see her around the neighborhood and she's crazy as fuck now and the drugs don't help but I think the drugs actually do help her otherwise I think she probably would have jumped off the bridge by now and been dead um but the fact that they try to say that, oh, come to Eugene, everything's going to be great, we'll help you out, we have all these fucking homeless camps, we have all these, like, facilities for your needs, but no, most of these people get turned away, and so then they just get put on the street, and it's like, and then they want to bitch about how many homeless people there are and we need to do this and we need to do that and it's like well you welcomed them here you know and then you fucked them over I mean you gave them some stuff but I mean a lot of them, especially now, since the pandemic, are camping and stuff. It's like, well, where are they supposed to camp? Where are they supposed to go? What are they supposed to do? Even, yeah. It's just gotten out of hand. And I feel for them all. Some of them, I don't. Because a lot of them uh, are not wanting to... There's a lot of them out there that are following protocol and wanting to, like, get their shit back in order. There's a lot of them out there that just want to do drugs and be pieces of shit. So, for those ones, go fuck yourself. Um, you know. <laughs> you just came to bleed off the system. And I'm paying taxes and money on it. But yeah, you know, it's like, uh, hopefully once this whole thing, like, starts rolling back around, and we all, like, maybe we could, uh, all start making an agenda. Um... You know, doesn't matter who we are, or what we're doing, or how much money we make, or how much money we don't make, or if we're homeless, or if we're barely scraping by. Maybe we can all like get together and have like a a, a joint agenda that we really need to uh, help out the populace of everyone. You know, help, help, help the people that need help, you know, 
Hey, asshole that's making $250,000 a fucking month. Think you could kick down a little fucking chunk of change to these people that are living in tents under the bridge that used to have jobs and used to have houses, but since the rent hikes and all the bullshit, um, now they're fucking homeless, you know? I've seen it, you know? And it's fucking sad, you know? Or they're living in, like, you know, just like a camper on the side of the road. But at least they got that. I don't know. State affairs in this world is getting really weird. And I don't want to sound weird and oppressive or anything or... And I'm not saying that people are, anyone's bad or we should do this or that. I'm just saying I think we should have maybe some sort of, um, I want to say global economy, like I've said before, because I think global economy, if, if we all could uh, all actually, all the countries in the world get along, and uh, I'll go, hey, you got this, I got this, you know, go back basically almost like the barter system, we all turn our money into one big global economy, we could all survive, you know, unless you motherfuckers out there that don't have a job, that's the one thing that pisses me off, is people that don't want to work, but. I'll go into the different rant. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, if you think about it, we'd end all the trade embargoes. We'd end all of the international. If we could just, like, all figure it out, like, and put us all in one, you know. But greed you know, powers, so, you know, that's the other thing, it's like, oh, no, you can't have my money, you know, we're going to miss money, and it's like, you already have enough money, what about this guy that doesn't have any money, and guess what, that guy's going to probably fucking die under a bridge, because he doesn't have any fucking money, and you know why, it's because you're a greedy fuck, but if we were on a global economy, or at least a just a countrywide economy of equalizing pay, you know. Why is a guy that sits on his ass <laughs> sorry sits on his ass and and does absolutely nothing all day but smoke cigars and drink scotch? And watch the stock market. And it's not even his fucking money. It's his company's money. And he's not really doing shit. When the other rats are running around. Down in the actual. You know. Floors of the stock room. Doing their job. And they're not getting paid crap. But that guy's getting paid like. 18 times more than that, those kids. You know. It's, 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 it's fucking ridiculous.
but it's just called greed. And the world's getting greedier. And I've seen it. I've seen it coming for quite a while. Many years. But it seems now that ever since, yeah. I mean, it even started with people like hoarding toilet paper last year. Like, if you got the money to buy toilet paper, buy it now. Buy it all. It's like, why? So we're all fucked? Awesome. You're a decent human being. You know. <laughs> You're not a decent human being. You're a piece of shit. I don't get how, like, you know, people can justify, like, doing stuff like that. And just being like, I was just thinking for me and my family. And it's like, you're a single dude that lives in an apartment. And you have 900 fucking things of toilet paper. Well, I was going to sell them on eBay. Yeah, you were. We know. Because, you know, you're a greedy bastard. Um, I thought during the 80s when the, like, whole, uh, you know, kind of collapse of quote-unquote greed is good, you know, like Wall Street or whatever, um, when people started realizing that, oh, yeah, ex, you know, nothing exceeds, like, excess. You, you don't need to, like live like a rock star when you're not, um, or, you know, whatever you think you fucking are, um, and that kind of panned off during the 90s, early 2000s, but I see it coming in a big, a big circle back around where people want, you know, everybody's <laughs> got a big truck or the, uh, giant fucking giant SUV or the big, uh, you know, big house. It's like, if you're like 65 years old and you have you and your wife and your kids don't live at home and they're all grown and have children and have their own homes, why do you own an own a eight-bedroom house, you know? Eh, status. And it's like, status, I've noticed, is like trying to make a comeback. And it just, it cracks me up. Like, why? I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> we could all, I wish, like, hopefully, like, get to a point where we could all just, I don't know, be normal human beings to each other. Doesn't matter if you're black, white, Hispanic, Chinese, Japanese, fuck shit, I'm fucking Inuit, dude. How many Inuits you meet? Not many. Um, 
I don't care if you're a green spotted owl lesbian, you know, as long as you're cool. Um, in this day and age with all of our, you know, all the people coming out and being like, yeah, this is who I am. We still have this other uh, bridge to cross where um, there's still a whole other side that doesn't doesn't get, you know. Because me growing up, I, my parents taught me never to judge or hate anyone in this world. It doesn't matter who they are. It doesn't matter what color they are. It doesn't matter if they're straight, gay, you know, fucking purple, painted, you know, <laughs> that's a, that was at a dead show, <laughs> you know, just, just, you know, like, whoever you are, just be yourself, and I think the general populace needs to figure out that we're all one public, we're all one people, we're all one supposedly nation under God, which I don't believe in God, but, you know, uh, if there was a God, we wouldn't be in this situation. Or, as XTC, XTC wrote, Mr. Uh, you know, if there was a God, why does he cause so much pain and suffering, which has happened for generations? And generations, so just my look on things, you know, if there is one true God of gods, why is he such a dick? <laughs> why doesn't he help us all out? Why does he give the people that why does he, you know? I've read the Bible twice. Greed is the number of, well, one of the, you know, seven deadly sins. Greed seems to run this world now. If greed wasn't one of the seven deadly sins, why does greed run the world? <laughs> greed and, and, and arrogance, you know, um, or you um, you know, uh, but yeah, if if that's, you know, these days it's just greed and sloth. People don't want to work, people don't want to do anything, and people just want to be rich, and the rich people just want to be assholes. <laughs> and, then, and then they just have people that just don't want to work or do anything, because they think everything's going to be handed to them, which... going to get real interesting here in the next 10, 15, 20 years when nothing's handed to you. 
and uh, we're all in the poorhouse. <laughs> it's a double-edged sword. I've been on this since the 80s, you know, when I discovered punk rock. And I really saw the rift between, uh, you know, kicking ass for the working class and then all the rich people that just get shit handed to them. Because I grew up in the woods and all the kids I grew up with, we are all the same, you know. We're just a bunch of fucking hippie kids living out in the middle of nowhere and hanging out, you know, half the time was like, hey, where's your shoes, I don't know, <laughs> it's one of those things, <laughs> but then you move into the city, and you realize that the, everybody else has a different agenda, there's no, uh, there's no uh, camaraderie, so to say, <laughs> Unless you have those old friends. And I'm glad I still do. Because <laughs> a lot of those guys are still my good friends and my compadres and compadras. <laughs> I mean, and all the people I've met on the road going there and get, getting to where I am I love you all I've met some of my best friends just in the last few years through the internet that I've just connected with I've met old friends who I didn't even know were still alive uh, <laughs> you know Uh, and that's good because it's, it's you know it's kind of a strange thing when you haven't seen somebody in 30 years and you reconnect and it's just a it's like you never left you know you never uh it's like we, you, you you went into a time warp so to say then you reconnect with that person and it's like oh it's like we never left each other i i, I really enjoy that that It, it, it's it's a nice thing especially just you know to see someone that you haven't seen in so long reach out to you or you reach out to them and go oh my god I can't believe that you're still you're well you know as you get older was, you know, still alive, was 
all the drug abuse and stuff that went on back in the day, you know, that, uh, you know, I have friends that I didn't think would ever survive that are doing better than they've ever done in their lives, and it makes me so happy that they go over addiction and are doing things that they would have never done before that, and that just, that just makes me really happy. Yeah, but on that note, I am going to say goodbye, and we'll see if this casts, if it does, I'll post it, if not, it could just be another one floating in the ether, um, You never know. Because, uh... Stuff's weird these days. On this note, this is shit, you're ta shit I'm talking about. John Harding. This is, uh... My good old friends band, the Cherry Poppin' Daddies, this a great song called Answering Machine. I don't, I don't think Steve and Dan are going to kick me off for playing this song, so, but, you know, be safe out there, everybody, and, uh, Be safe out there, everybody, and uh, keep wearing your mask, even though you get your immunizations. Stay with protocol, because um, we're not over this yet, even in the beginning. Yeah, we're not even the beginning of getting over. The people seem to think that, oh, it's all over. It's not even fucking close to being over. <clears throat> There's a lot of other shit going on. Uh and just and know that uh, I love you all unless you know I don't love you I don't know why I wouldn't but and um, please as I always say be kind love one another don't shit where you eat and don't be a dick because nobody needs a dick. Well, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> An asshole. Um, and uh, keep a positive attitude and try and uh, we'll work through this all this all this stuff. That's all I have to say. Um, Johnny Bad out.